Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Retirement Coach Podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host. Today's edition is entitled Bad Times. This has been a rough year for many with the agony of self-quarantine, wearing masks, and social distancing thanks to the coronavirus. But I'm here to tell you that it has been worse, far worse, and maybe a look back might make one feel a tiny bit better. Scientists and historians determine that the year 536 AD was the absolute worst time to be alive, according to CNN. A giant volcanic eruption took place in Iceland, resulting in an ash cloud that kept the northern hemisphere dark for 18 months, dropped temperatures to their coldest period, and led to mass crop failure, along with, of course, starvation. More volcanic eruptions followed. The recent volcanic eruptions that caused flight delays were merely annoying, but not catastrophic. In fact, relatively tame in comparison to 536 AD. After Iceland's eruptions, just a few years later, the bubonic plague took off across the Roman Empire, from Egypt to Europe, wiping out as many as 50 million lives with its gruesome symptoms. Needless to say, those two horrendous events led to a bleak economic environment as starvation and disease took a heavy toll on the population. While we're on the topic of bad times that many seniors can attest to, Time magazine solicited the 100 worst ideas of the past century from its readers. Retirees will recall that the past 100 years saw plenty of dumb inventions, stupid decisions, and embarrassing mistakes. Here are my top 10 favorites. Number one, do you recall the quotation, Mr. Simpson, step forward and try on the glove. The O.J. Simpson murder case was a criminal trial held in Los Angeles County Superior Court. Former National Football League player, broadcaster, and actor O.J. Simpson was tried and acquitted on two counts of murder for the June 12, 1994 slashing deaths of his ex-wife Nicole Brown Simpson and her friend Ron Goldman. Lawyers are supposed to not ask questions to which they don't already know the answer because this can often lead to disaster. The same philosophy should be applied to courtroom demonstrations, no matter how dramatic. The futile legal melodrama of the trying on of the glove led to Simpson lawyer Johnny Cochran's famous rhyming couplet, If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The trial, often characterized as the trial of the century because of its international publicity, spanned 11 months from the jury swearing in on November 9, 1994. The verdict was announced October 3, 1995. According to USA Today, the case has been described as the most publicized criminal trial in history. Number two, strip malls. I once mistakenly thought that these municipal items were favored locations for exotic dancers, but there are so many strip malls and they all are so uniformly dull that no reasonable man would visit these boring buildings in an honest effort to improve his cultural expertise, let alone stimulate his libido. What was wrong with urban planners in the past century? Number three, thong underwear for men. Enough said. Even the thought of thong underwear gives me a mental wedgie. I know that men's rear ends tend to shrivel with advancing age and that they therefore require less material, but yuck, no thanks to thongs. Number four, 
Rocky number five. Not that I enjoyed Rockies one, two, three, and four, but please, Hollywood, stop milking a dead cow. The first Aliens movie frightened me so much that I missed half of it with my eyes closed, crouching behind the seat in front of me. Then there were the inevitable, boring sequels that became increasingly ridiculous, even maternally linking Sigourney Weaver, named Ripley, believe it or not, to the nasty, big-toothed, jaw-distending, salivating mother of all aliens. The Matrix headed in the same direction under the artistic guise of a trilogy. In Hollywood doublespeak, a trilogy means three times the profit margin. They keep milking the same cow three times. Number five, fast food. Yes, our lifestyles have certainly sped up in the past century, and long, drawn-out meals have become de rigueur only for the snooty. But remember, when you remove the letter S from fast food, you get fat food. And if you take a quick look at those dining at fast food outlets, you realize that obesity and diabetes are the consequent new scourges. Number six, Michael Jackson's marriage to Lisa Marie Presley. What was he thinking? What was she thinking? How I wish I could stop thinking about this union. Let's move on. Number seven. Number seven, installing a recording system in the Oval Office. Fortunately, Richard Nixon, disgraced President of the United States, also employed a loyal secretary who was adept at erasure. I understand Nixon's mistake. It is often tempting in our interactions with our spouses to install a tape recorder somewhere in the household. This would certainly be helpful in determining who actually said what about the other family members, but I guess some things should not be recorded. Number eight, breast implants. I realize the inherent drawback in the clumsy argument that if God had wanted man to fly, he would have given him wings. But surely the makers of silicone primarily had money on their minds more than merely adjusting adipose contours. The biggest vacuum was in the brains of those who thought this was a safe concept. Number nine, the Jerry Springer Show. Jerry was the precursor to reality TV, the reality consisting of people unabashedly abusing themselves and others in inventive ways drummed up by TV executives who evolved from the crass promoters at Rome's ancient Circus Maximus. Number 10. Other nominations include Prohibition, Leisure Suits, Driftnet Fishing, The Red Sox Selling Babe Ruth to the Yankees, Comeback Tours, Telemarketing, Geraldo's opening of Al Capone's vault, AstroTurf, Laugh Tracks, Psychic Hotlines, DDT, Tiebreaker Shootouts and Soccer's World Cup, The Edsel, Allowing Oliver North Near a Shredder, and Millie Vanilli's Grammy Award. And yes, there have been many more political blunders after Nixon declared that he was not a crook. My favorite for silliness was when President George W. Bush wore his flight suit combat gear like a Top Gun fighter ace, landing in a jet on the aircraft carrier USS Abraham Lincoln to give his mission-accomplished speech about the Iraq War. I certainly will not be around for Time Magazine's take on our current century but my guess is that nothing could be worse than 536 A.D. However, I might be wrong. If you want to know about the exciting life of a retiree, listen to more podcasts here.
Those with puzzling questions about retirement can contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. And don't forget about my book, Don't Ever Quit, a journal of coping with crisis and nourishing spirit, available in paperback and as an ebook from Amazon. I'm Mike Keenan, your retirement coach. It's my hope that these podcasts might inspire a chuckle or two. Life confronts us with many adversities as we age. To cope with these setbacks, it's best to cultivate a sense of humor. Laughter is a powerful ally. It can take down crooked leaders, corrupt officials, and even inspire hope. That's what the Retirement Coach Podcasts are all about. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and tune in again next week.